0: Stress is something that we all have, and uh, tonight I want to talk about a way for us to de-stress. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unveil some things to you that, that stress me out, and and I, I always get real nervous telling you these things, because there's some um, people who, who don't love the Lord who try to do these things to me, even though I'm going to tell you they stress me out. These actually don't stress me. They, they stress me out, and they make me angry, like all the same. When I have anger issues, that's real. You're like, I know. I've seen it. So here's one of them. This is my ultimate uh, phobia slash stressor slash uh, if I go to hell, this is what will be there. I'm not going to hell, by the way, because I accepted Christ in my heart. Anyways, <laughs> uh, this, is, this is just real, okay? Okay, remember I go to counseling, I got issues. Stickers, okay? Not like, not like you're running through the grass and you step on a sticker, like the stickers you get for, hey, good job. Or the stickers that you get, like at HEB, they get those big stickers, like, like, this, like the name tag stickers. Like, like, now all you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna put a sticker on him, don't, because I'll punch you. Okay. Um, you're like, no, you won't. You can't catch me because you're obese. Cool, I'll catch you. <laughs> I hate adhesive, okay? Like, it, like, oh, like, it's so, I have thrown up multiple times due to stickers. That's real okay that's very real like uh post-it notes are from the devil like I hate them if you use them if you use a post-it note my whole staff knows this like don't don't put that in his office he will kill you like it's just nasty like that I won't touch it ask my wife like I am very careful and if I do I wash my hands immediately why because I'm weird okay all right uh, so that's one thing that I hate that stresses me out. Like I'm stressed right now thinking about it. Another thing that stresses me out, and if you do this, no joke, I might hurt you, uh, is, if, is, is if you touch my face. Don't touch my face. You know who can touch my face? No, that's gross. Not my wife. Okay. Like like, <laughs> one time, one time. No, not even my daughter. Okay, nothing. Except not even my not my dog. That's weird. Like, I don't even, like, if I'm touching my face, which is rare, I always use the back of my hands, okay? Always, Just I I just do. Like, I'm gonna catch you, okay? I've been doing this for 38 years, okay? So that's a long time, not that I'm that old, but it's just gross. And then I see people, like, touching their face, I'm like, you're gross, that's why I have zits. So anyways, uh, I can't stand when people touch my face, including my wife, okay? First time she tried to touch my face, I was like, don't do that. Don't you ever do that again. Uh, What else do I got? Uh, Right now, truly, this is weird, but rain stresses me out. Some of you guys can follow me on that because of the hurricane. This is very real. I know that rain's this beautiful thing, and God sends it, and the grass needs it, and all this great stuff. But I'm telling you right now, maybe it's PTSD, I'm not sure, but rain right now, when it it rains, I, I get a little stressed out as some of you understand. And I can go on and on with a lot of things that stress me out. But there is one thing that I do that helps me not be stressed and that is surround myself with great friends. Do you have friends in your life that help you de-stress? The right way. The right way. I want to I read to you. This is Paul's last letter. What I'm about to read you right now, he is actually in prison as he writes this. And this is to his boy, Timothy. He is in prison. He is probably very stressed, as I would be too. Who knows what's going on. And he is writing to his boy, Timothy. And this is his last letter. Look what he says. 2 Timothy 4, 9. Do your best to come to me quickly. Comma. Get here now. Yo, Tim, come on. Now, now understand, this is a letter, okay? This isn't a text message, okay? It's not, it's not, it's, it's not an instant me- It's It's none of that. <laughs> I'm so old. This is a letter that he is writing to Timothy. By the way, it's going to take Timothy five months to get there. So hurry hurry along. (laughs) Come on, Tim. Do your best to come to me quickly. And here's what's interesting about this is that Paul does not want to be alone when he is going through the stress and through the hard times. And I want to encourage you with that. Don't isolate yourself when you're going through stressful times. Some people have it in them to isolate themselves and to pull back and to not be around anybody. That is one of the worst things you can do when you are going through a hard time and you are stressed. I encourage you to get a Timothy in your life and say, hey, bro, hey, sis, if that's what girls say, hey, sis, I don't know. (laughs) You're like, no. Get that person in your life that you can say, hey, I need you right now. Can you get here? Not your boyfriend or girlfriend. Okay, even though like, I'll never leave you. Yeah, you're gonna break up. That's a whole nother series. (laughs) Coming soon. But this is your friend. Don't isolate yourself. Stay close to at least one friend when you're going through it. Do you have that friend? Ask yourself, are you that friend? Because if you are that friend to those people, to somebody, then most likely you have that in your life. So if you think to yourself, I just don't have that. Maybe you should be that to somebody else. Verse 10, for Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica because he loved the world. He's saying that his boy, Demas, which is a cool name, has left him because the world has gotten a hold of him. He was walking one way. Y'all ever had these friends? Don't say it now. But man, they were strong. They were there for you. And then something happened in their life and they went the other direction. You ever had those friends? Most likely. And maybe possibly some of you are that friend right now that the world has grabbed you. Even though you're sitting in church and you look real awesome. By the way, I could care less that you're sitting here. I care about what is in here. Same thing with the Lord. The, the, the world can grab us so fast, all of us. And could pull us away. And he says that his boy did that. That that happened. He left Paul when he really needed him. Don't be that friend. That you roll out whenever your friend really needs you. The Cretans has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. If you have friends in your life, listen to this. And I need some of you to stop talking in this section. Thank you. I know you by name, and I don't want to go there yet, but I will. In the name of Jesus, thank you. Some of you have friends that are continuing to let you down. But for some reason, you continue to try to be their friend. Here's some encouragement. Drop them. And stop worrying about it. It's going to be okay. I, I know for some of you, you're like, oh, I can't do that. Uh, no way, no way, uh-uh. I'll be whatever you think you're going to be. Let me just tell you this right now. If you are a friend of God, that's all you need. Are you a friend of of God? Do you talk to God? Are you in communication with God? If so, then whenever those loser friends are talking bad about you and saying stuff and doing stuff and just just completely ruining your day and it stresses you out that you got to see them and all these different things, if that's happening, let me tell you, they are not worth it. And so maybe you need to go ahead and drop them. What does that look like? It looks like this. You don't do anything with them. You don't talk to them. You drop them. Well, that's not a very Christian thing to do. And by the way, somebody has told me that this week. Somebody told me that I am not a good Christian because I dropped them as a friend on Instagram. Are you kidding me? If you put that much weight into your social media account because I didn't want, I didn't follow you anymore or whoever, get a life. I probably didn't know you anyway and I didn't want to see your stupid feed anyway so I personally this week went from 800 people that I followed which I don't even have 800 friends in real life to 300 that means five don't clap because you are not doing that That's 500 people that I don't want to see their feed. And let me tell you, there are people that have contacted me and said, "I thought you were a pastor." I said, "I did, I did too." (laughs) What happened? I really thought I was too. (laughs) I don't know. You unfollowed me. Well, that's weird that you know that. How do you know I unfollowed you, you psycho stalker person? Now you're now blocked in my life, and why does it matter? The, the, no joke, I said, I am a pastor, and I can do whatever I want with my social media accounts. I can unfollow you, block you, follow you, then unfollow you, follow, I can do it all day long, I can do whatever I want. But here, here's the point, who cares? And maybe for some of you, by the way, and I, have, like, I, I think I shrunk it down to 300 people, and some of you there are like, oh, does he still follow me? Well, for now, I might unfollow you just tonight for fun. Because I don't care. I really don't care. Like, that's honest truth. Like, like now, when, when boyfriend and girlfriend's break up, or you're like you're in a fight or something, like, like, you unfollow, it's like, oh, so it's really over. They unfollowed me. They unfollowed me. It's over. Seriously? 300 people, I'm telling you, in all, in all reality, I don't want to be friends with 300 people. I don't want to look at 300 people. I want like 12 friends. And that's hard for me. Like it's really, like I have 12, but they all work for me. Like they all get a paycheck and they have to hang out with me, that's my staff. Like Ryan Herzog, not my friend, he has to hang out with me. Seth, Evan, Meredith, all those people. They all, like Taylor, the new guy, he has to hang out with me because I pay him. It's my friend Taylor. 300 people do you if you think about the people that you're following are you really their friend my point is this some of you need to drop some friends in real life because they're bringing you down and it doesn't matter what's going what the, the stress and all the things you're thinking it doesn't matter because let me tell you something if you're a friend of God that's all you need Verse 11, only Luke is with me. Remember Paul, he's in jail, he's hanging out, he's stressed. Luke, the doctor, is there with him. This is the Luke that wrote the book of Luke. That's pretty cool. Get Mark and bring him with you. Like Paul's like, only Luke's here. Get Mark and bring him. Why? Because he's helpful to me in my ministry. Verse 12, I sent Titus to Ephesus. When you come, it's just like a random sentence. I sent Titus to Ephesus, in case you're wondering. (laughs) He'll be there doing stuff. (laughs) it's so random verse 13 when you come by the way so that he's telling Timothy when you get here by the way you better be coming now that was five months ago when you come bring the cloak because I'm cold okay bring my blanket. all right that's what (laughs) that's what it is that I left with carpus at Troas so he let somebody else borrow it. it's pretty cool and my scrolls especially the parchments here's what he's saying bring the original copies of the old testament with you how cool is that He's saying, bring the parchments, bring my scrolls, but really make sure you bring the parchments, the originals, because I wanna read those. He's saying this, whenever he is going through a stressful time, he wants to read the word. What are you reading whenever you're stressed out? What are you doing when you're stressed out? Who are you going to when you're stressed out? I wanna tell you right now, if you surround yourself with a great friend or a few friends, they should be encouraging you to get in the word when you're stressed out. They should be encouraging you to read the Bible. Are they? Are you? Because I promise you, the Word of God, there's nothing in there that can't help you with whatever it is you're going through. Nothing. There is something in there for whatever it is that you're going through. I said there's nothing in there. There's nothing in there that's gonna help you. No, there's everything in there that's gonna help you. Everything. Everything. You're going through something, the Bible has the answer, no matter what. What about dinosaurs? Answer's in there. What about homosexuals? Answer's in there. Those are two completely drastic different examples, but it's in there. Where? I'll tell you. Look it up, read it, Google it, make sure it's legit. But I think it's interesting that he is saying, I want to read. Do you read? Not just for school? Like, like, do you read the Bible? Do you read devotional books? Do you read Christian books? Are, are, are you reading? Or Maybe you don't like to read because you can't, whatever. Maybe it's an audible thing. Maybe you like to listen to it. Are you listening to it? Maybe for you, you need to go to bed and you put your little headphones in. You need to download the audio Bible. You need to push play. You need to fall asleep listening to the word of God. That will change your day. Verse 14, Alexander the metal worker did a great deal of harm. <laughs> that's a very common name back then, Sit no joke. Like Alexander the metal worker, common name. Alexander the metal worker, nice to meet you. What, how'd you know my name? Because it's everybody's name. Anyways, he did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message. He is saying this, don't surround, your people with, don't surround yourself with friends that are gonna bring you down. Again, we see that. Now, my wife, Erica, she has a best friend. Her name is Kelly. And Kelly and Kyle, they're kind of our friends. Uh, they, not kind of, they are our friends. <laughs> and they've got three kiddos. And, and, and one of their daughters, her name is Carson. She is the same age as Ayler, my son. She's three. He's three. And they go to school together. They go to preschool together. They hang out. They've they've known each other for three, four years. Okay? Well, they go to preschool. They're in the same class. Okay? They're like BFFs. Okay? Like, all the time. Hanging out. Always hanging out. All the time. Well, today, my son comes home. By the way, he wore a Superman mask and cape to school today. Warrior. Awesome. I was like, bro, you can't do that in high school. (laughs) You will get made fun of and beat up. But... We'll talk about that later. He comes home and he is sad, my three-year-old son, because Carson, his BFF, said, I don't want to be your friend anymore. He was crying. He's three. So you know what I told him? You better suck it up, buttercup. That's her loss. Did you hear that? That's, okay, okay, clap. Yeah! He's, He's three. <laughs> Here's what I said. Girls have issues. No, I didn't say that, but I thought it. I did because you all know sometimes you get a little crazy. <laughs> all right. No girls will be here next week. All right. Um, dude's got issues too. We don't have time to talk about that, but I told my son, Hey, Ayler, it's okay. For real. I said that it's okay, dude. That's her loss, which he has no idea what I'm saying. Okay, like her loss, what'd she lose? (laughs) And and the truth is, they'll forget about it. They've already forgot about it. Like they moved on. But in our our world, like that's real. Like you get that. Like I'm not gonna be your friend anymore. Okay, here's your reaction. Okay, your loss. Because the friends that are saying that to you, unless you deserve it because you're a jerk, okay? Which I get that a lot. Okay, I'm not your friend anymore, Michael. Okay, you're lost. I'm a jerk. If your friends are saying that to you, here's your response in love. You know what? I'm sorry. You're going to miss out on being my friend. And even though it hurts, like you're like, "Oh, oh, and you're just like, it's destroying you. Walk off like a champ. Because here's the deal. You don't need friends like that. And you don't need to be a friend like that. Just some turd who's like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I know this is like so elementary and junior high and a little bit of high school, but it's real. Stop being that way, Christians. Stop just turning people away for random reasons because you want to be a turd ball. Stop. I'm tired of dealing with your drama. Stop. But if you have friends in your life that you need to drop, then do that to them and move on and drop them. That's what Paul is saying right here about the metal worker. Last verse, as Brett comes up. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth, the enemy, the lion right there. Verse 18, the Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever and ever. Here's what he is saying. He is saying that no matter what happens with your friends, no matter what happens with the stresses, no matter what happens in life, you've got to keep your focus 100% on Jesus. If not, you're going to get attacked and you're going to get hit. This past week, I went to Atlanta with Seth And Ryan and Kale and I was walking into this conference and I'm just feeling crazy because I just had a double shot espresso on ice from Starbucks. It was beautiful. And I get kind of crazy sometimes, especially in the morning. I'm a morning person drink coffee. I'm on another level. So I'm walking, Seth's behind me. And Seth kind of, you know, he dresses really nice all the time. And so I have this drink and I just throw it up in the air. (laughs) Yeah. And I just keep walking like this. Kale and Ryan are right here, and you hear, hey man, you got my shoes wet. (laughs) And I turn around and Seth is like drenched from his knees down. Really, not at all at all, but he's a little dramatic. And I'm like, and he's like, I gotta go, I gotta go back to the hotel and change. I was like, Are you are you serious? Like you can't even tell you're wet. Yeah, man, feel my shoes, they're wet. I was like, bro. You need to grow up. Like the Lord is not about, you need, you're gonna miss this conference. You're gonna miss the first part. Like he's my son, I'm laying out like he's my son. Like you're not gonna go home. Anyways, he leaves and goes home and I am mad. Ryan's mad, Kale's mad. Like all he cares about is what he looks like. All care cares about is what, I mean, we're just, just, just dogging him. Cause I'm an idiot, threw my cup up in the air and I walked off, okay? Like I'm an idiot, like what am I doing? <laughs> like who does that? I did. And I left the trash there and I felt bad about it all day. That's real here's my point though as seth came back to the conference he didn't miss it he came back he sped not i mean he went the speed limit and he came back he's a man of the lord of the cloth and he came back and he sat in the seat i was like hey did you not see the massive cup coming at you it's like no i was on my phone you know you know how we do right like you drive and do this you know amen if you do that uh don't don't i'll arrest you um but here, here, here's my point, you guys, listen. That same thing happens to us all the time. Is that when we're not focused on the Lord and we're focused on the wrong thing, we are going to miss out on amazing opportunities. We have got to get rid of the things in our life that are slowing us down and we need to start reaching for the friends and for the people and for the Lord. So that we can go to Him, we can go to them in our times of stress and we've got to stop focusing on the wrong things and focus on him 100 percent. and when you do that you will know the friends that you need to bring alongside you and you need to know and you will know the friends that you need to get rid of and right now in this room i hope and i pray that all of you are a true friend of god because if you are that means you talk to him that means you are a friend of him that means you worship him that means you read him that means that you know him, and he knows you. That means that whenever you die, because you've asked him in your heart, you have a relationship with him, that means that you will spend eternity with him in heaven. But there's some of you in here that you are not a friend of God, and I would love for you to meet my friend tonight. So with no one looking around,